Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, The Unlikely Missionary. This is episode four. I hope that you're doing okay today. I hope that uh, this finds you well. Today we're going to be talking about the fact that um, life kind of (laughs) sucks. In the church, that's like a bad thing to say nowadays, um, especially because they preach the gospel of prosperity, um, but we're going to unpack that a little bit, so stay tuned and I hope you enjoy. As Christians, we are taught to put on a happy face as if somehow pretending that life is fine is noble. It's not. It's whack. <laughs> I have always struggled with the catchphrases of Christianity because they all seem to shame you for experiencing certain emotions like anger, doubt, hurt, pain, disappointment, resentment. It's not that the catchphrases aren't true. It's that in that moment when I'm experiencing what I'm experiencing, I don't need a catchphrase. I've always been afraid to tell God that like life sucks, that I'm disappointed, that I'm hurt, that I'm mad, but that's just foolishness. As I've gotten older, I've gotten more candid because the fact of the matter is that God knows all of this already anyway. It's like trying to hide the secret to the magic trick from the magician that doesn't make sense. Folks in church are good at guilting you for feeling bad. They'll say, don't you know that God is good? Don't you know he can make a way out of no way? Don't you know he can give you beauty for ashes? Yes, of course I know this. But there have been many a time when my innermost thoughts scream, I know. But I literally have $2. I have no food in the fridge and I'm hungry. And this has to make me to my next paycheck. Like, this literally sucks. I often find comfort, though, in the Garden of Gethsemane. You can read that story in Matthew 26, 36 to 56. 20 verses, but well worth the read Jesus is on the eve of his death when he's in the garden so the enormity of what he has to do and the price he has to pay how much he will endure that weight is on him and he basically said to God very liberal paraphrasing by the way God this sucks Do I have to do it? (laughs) It gives me comfort because of how candid Jesus was and because God allowed him to be. In those moments, Jesus was allowed to feel and express every emotion freely without rebuke, shame, or chastisement. It was a judgment-free zone. It has emboldened me to go to God and say, this sucks. 
I scream, I cry, I ask him why, I tell him I'm disappointed and disillusioned and questioning. And you know what he tells me? He tells me, I know. I see what's going on. Let's work on it together. I've been waiting for you to come to me, to tell me we can work it out. As a side note, as an addendum to this kind of, I just want to put it out there that God is not a genie, okay? We don't get to rub him and he pops out and he grants us our wishes. That's not what happens, okay? Also, God doesn't insert himself into all of our struggles and magically fix them. That's not what happens, okay? God is a God of choice. He has given us the ability to make our own choices. And one of those choices has to be, if we want God to fix our mess, to invite him into our lives and into our situations so that he can fix them, okay? He doesn't just magically make everything okay. And I think that that's the problem, at least in American Christianity, we automatically assume that because we are Christians, our lives are going to be perfect. And um, when bad things happen, God should have intervened. But that's not who God is. That's not what following God and Christ is about. It's about making the decision to invite them into our lives, to invite them to be a part of our decisions. Okay? So I hate when I hear people say, well, why didn't God stop this? Well, why didn't you stop it? Or why didn't you fix it? Bad stuff happens in life. And we need to like literally accept that as part of our life and development as we go through this life in this world. So anyway, rant over. (laughs) We often don't realize that the barrier to our healing, to our deliverance, to our breakthrough is our inability to be real with God and to be real with ourselves. So getting personal for a minute, it wasn't that long ago that I hit a wall. My life was crumbling and I was struggling just to keep my head above water financially and relationally. One day, I turned to God and said, how could you do this to me? I have spent my life serving you, leading worship, preaching, leading the youth group. How could you just turn your back on me and allow all this to happen in my life? I know, right? You're thinking to yourself, is she crazy? How could she talk to God like that? But God let me vent all of my hurt, anger, and disappointment. And then said so were you doing those things to honor me or to store up credit to cash in later if it's the latter then you miss the point of walking with me I'm here to give you life not to make life on earth better but to make it so that whatever you face you make it to the other side better stronger and full of faith Now, I was taken aback by this response, but notice that it wasn't accusatory. It wasn't saying, how dare you cover my face with all this mess? He literally just said to me, 
I know you're hurt. I know you're angry. I know that you didn't see your life being like this. But were you doing all the things you were doing for me? Or were you doing it so that you would have some credit to cash in when life got hard? Like a get-out-of-jail-free card. Expressing how I was feeling helped me identify that I had been lying and pretending so much for others that my life was perfect and wonderful and I was full of faith and trust, hallelujah, glory to God, that I began to lie to myself. God allowing me to feel and think through each emotion allowed me a clarity I hadn't had in years. And even after the rant, he still loves me, he still walks with me, and he is still growing my faith. Life still sucks at times, and it has its rough moments. That hasn't changed and it never will. From the beginning of time, when Adam ate the fruit that God told him not to eat, Life has had its rough moments, okay? But my mindset, my outlook has changed. And now I just don't pretend anymore. No matter what you have experienced, give it to God. Be real. Because you're lying to someone who already knows the truth. Celebrate the wins. Mourn the losses. But don't let the BS of facades cloud your mind. God will still love you. And best of all, he will walk through it with you. So I just encourage you today to stop saying, why is my life not perfect? Because I'm a follower of Christ. Because the truth is, Jesus' life wasn't perfect. He was perfect, but his life on earth wasn't perfect. He had no house, he had no money, and he was born to die. For people who hung him on a cross. And so, our life was never meant to be perfect sorry to burst some bubbles here there would be moments that life sucks because unfortunately we live in a world full of other people who don't believe as you believe or as I believe and do bad stuff and we may inadvertently get touched by the bad deeds of others or the stupid decisions we make ourselves So life isn't going to be perfect, but we serve a perfect God who just wants the opportunity to be invited into your crazy to help you get through it so that your life can be rewarding and full of purpose. So don't lose hope. Life isn't perfect, but 
it can still be wonderful and full of joy and peace and patience and happiness. But you can't do it if you're lying to God about the fact that life sucks. Well, that's it for episode four. Um, I hope that you really get some good uh, insight out of um, today's podcast. I mean, it was birthed out of a message that I even um, heard, or not even a message, but a talk um, from Pastor Stephen Furtick, where he interviewed... um, I believe she was a neuroscientist um, where she was talking about how we in the church aren't honest with our emotions and our feelings um, and God immediately put this into my spirit because it's true we aren't always honest we don't unpack the emotions we bury them because we believe that because God can make a way we should just get over it it is true that God makes a way but the way is not by burying it's by going through so um I just hope that this message has blessed you that you will start to be more honest with yourself and with God and it's okay he will still love you and uh, if you want more from the unlikely missionary you can follow head over to the blog um, at lady d-e-e missionary.blogspot.com that's lady d-e-e missionary at dot blogspot dot com sorry one more time Lady D-E-E missionary.blogspot.com. You can also follow us on Facebook where I post a lot of um, stuff that doesn't make it onto the blog. Um, and that's facebook.com slash unlikely missionary. And I just want you to know if nobody tells you, you are loved. <laughs>